A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday, the 27th of May. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Victoria Mitzi. A memorial is held for the victims of the Robb Elementary Massacre. This is a political choice that we make to allow this to happen every few months in America. And the war in Ukraine enters its third month. The governor of Luhansk says that 95% of his region is now being controlled by Russia. Times of London Daily World Briefing. As the sun set in the small town of Uvalde, Texas on Thursday, Residents congregated across the street of the municipal courthouse for a memorial for the victims of the Texas school massacre earlier in the week. Nineteen children and two teachers were killed in Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, and at least 17 more people were injured by the 18-year-old gunman. It's emerged that the gunman, Salvador Ramos, barged through an unlocked door and was holed up in the classroom for an hour. According to authorities, Ramos shot his grandmother in the face at their home before driving his car to the school and crashing it outside at 11.30 a.m. His grandmother, who's currently hospitalized in critical condition, managed to call the police. Two responding officers were wounded by the gunman in the hallway before he locked himself in a fourth-grade classroom a U.S. Border Patrol team burst in and shot the suspect dead after an hour. According to the K-12 School Shooting Database, maintained by the Naval Postgraduate School Center for Homeland Defense and Security, there have been 1,369 shooting incidents at schools in the United States since 1970, 137 this year alone, nearly one a day. For decades, U.S. presidents have wrestled with this increasingly deadly phenomenon, and each president has had to struggle to find the words to say afterwards in public addresses. President Joe Biden spoke with a combination of solemnity and outrage after this most recent shooting. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Santa Fe High School in Texas. Oxford High School in Michigan. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? Bill Clinton addressed the nation on April 20th, 1999, after two students shot and killed 12 fellow students and one teacher at Columbine High School in Colorado before taking their own lives. And we do know we have to do more to recognize the early warning signs. Barack Obama spoke after the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School attack eerily similar to the Texas massacre in which a gunman killed 26 children and school staff. The majority of those who died today were children. They had their entire lives ahead of them. 
birthdays, graduations, weddings. This is a political choice that we make to allow this to happen every few months in America. Somehow this has become routine. The Democratic leaders used the opportunity to urge the public to elect leaders who would take on the National Rifle Association and gun lobbyists, whereas former President Donald Trump went for a different angle. The NRA, I've spoken to them numerous times. They're really good people. They're great patriots. The gun doesn't pull the trigger. A mind, a sick mind pulls the trigger. Meanwhile in Toronto on Thursday afternoon, Police shot and killed a man walking near a junior public school carrying a gun, Toronto Police Chief James Rammer confirmed. Citing an ongoing investigation, he declined to give further details. Five schools were put into lockdown after the gunman was spotted, according to the Toronto District School Board, following concern about gun violence that followed the massacre in Texas. We move now to Ukraine, where the war enters its third month. Several strikes have hit Kharkiv on Thursday as at least seven people were killed and 17 wounded. Elsewhere, Russian forces are concentrating on taking the final towns in the Luhansk region. They're focusing their efforts on a 75-mile stretch of territory in the Donbass. Thousands of troops are attacking from three sides to try to encircle Ukrainian forces in Sieviery Donetsk and Lysychansk. Russian troops are trying to cut the main highway, which would be the main escape route for Ukrainian troops if they're forced to withdraw. It would also allow the Russians to encircle the Ukrainians in the two targeted cities. Philip Crowther is international reporter with the Associated Press, who's currently in Lviv and has been speaking to Times Radio. The governor of Luhansk, uh, one of the two regions that Russia wants to get under its control in that Donbass region, says that 95% of his region is now being controlled by Russia, meaning that only 5% is being fought over right now, and that includes uh, the two cities of Severodonetsk and Lysychansk. Uh, that same governor of Luhansk says that that city of Severodonetsk still has a road in and out. It's possible to get in and out of that city, but that it is a very treacherous one. If the two cities straddling the Sivyersky Donetsk River fall, nearly all of the Donbass province of Luhansk would be under Russian control, as happened with the town of Popasna recently, taken by pro Russian troops. Once a town of 20,000 people, Papasna now resembles a ghost town, as few residents were still risking their lives daily under constant shelling. Natalia Kovalenko had her apartment destroyed. We're tired of being scared, very tired. It's scary, of course, but not like before. We still hope for the better. Two people back then were dead. They were setting outside to cook and a projectile came flying. Eight people were wounded at once. Someone was standing with a kettle, somebody was cooking for the neighbours and then eight got wounded. On the way, the passing of a legendary Hollywood actor and a vampiric world record is broken. Times of London Daily World Briefing To Brazil, where the country is threatened with an epidemic of hunger, with 36% of the country unable to afford food for themselves or their family at some point in the past year. That's according to a newly published study from Thursday. This is the first time that food insecurity in Latin America's largest food producer has surpassed the world's average 
since tracking began back in 2006. As one of the world's top agricultural goods producers, Brazilians are shocked to find themselves in this dire situation after food prices have risen sharply following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, according to economist Marcelo Neri, director of FGV's Social Policy Center and the study's author. Poverty has increased a lot among women, and women come together with children. So the bearers of the future are groups that find themselves vulnerable already. The population in Brazil finds itself facing an increasing lack of food, despite being a great food producer, the world's farm. Now to the rising number of monkeypox cases around the world. Around 200 cases have been confirmed, with another 100 suspected, according to the World Health Organization. In Italy, the Ministry of Health said the country has six confirmed cases, with the risk of an epidemic being ruled out. The UK reported 90 cases in the country, while France confirmed seven. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said nine cases have been reported in seven states, including California, Florida and Massachusetts, by this week. Elsewhere in Quebec, Canadian local health officials said the vaccination of confirmed and suspected monkeypox cases may start as early as Friday. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news of an upset at the French Open, here's John Jackson. As the French Open moves towards the third round, the biggest shock so far is the exit of former world number one Karolina Pliskova to local wildcard Leolia Jean-Jean. The 26-year-old Frenchwoman is playing in her maiden Grand Slam and was a former big hope of French tennis before losing her sponsorship and coach following a knee injury. She came back into the sport with a degree in finance from Lynn University in Florida, only for her return to be slowed down by the COVID-19 pandemic. Her victory in the second round means she'll earn at least €125,800 in prize money, which will be welcomed having self-financed her return to the professional game. After her life-changing victory on the clay at Roland Garros, Jean-Jean will face Romania's Irina Begu in the third round on Saturday. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Actor Ray Liotta has been described as a true legend following his death at the age of 67. His publicist Jennifer Allen said that the actor died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic, where he was on location filming the movie Dangerous Waters. Liotta is best known for his portrayal of Henry Hill in Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Times movie critic Ian Nathan spoke about Leota's Golden Globe-nominated performance in Something Wild, which led to his casting in the Scorsese classic. He'd never been in sort of proper movies before, and he was 13. He got this role by chance. He's a psychopathic husband in it. And he revealed this edginess and this unnerving quality, sharp staring eyes, and this sort of weird way of laughing that he had. He recently finished filming Cocaine Bear, a film directed by Elizabeth Banks, which is scheduled to be released in February of next year. He leaves behind his daughter Carson and his fiancée, J.C. Natola. And finally, vampires. The world record for the largest gathering of people dressed as vampires has been broken on the North Yorkshire coast in the UK. A total of 1,369 people attended the meet at Whitby Abbey on the 125th anniversary of the publishing of Bram Stoker's Dracula. The tale was said to be inspired by Stoker's trip to Whitby in the year 1890. 
And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday, the 27th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.